The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and do not necessarily reflect the views of Elk Grove High School or District 214. Welcome to School Chat, getting to the purpose of schools and making meaningful changes to the lives of learners. I'm your host, Mark Hyde. I am sitting down with Anthony Furman, a longtime member of the Elk Grove High School community. Uh, thanks for sitting down with me. You're welcome, Mark. Good to see you here this morning. Uh, so, you know, I think we can just start with some of your journey. I mean, you've been through a lot uh, and a lot of different organizational techniques in Elk Grove and some changes in PE. So why don't you just tell a little bit about what you've been through? Uh, well, I started here in yeah, 97, 98 school year. And... Um, as the head athletic, uh, assistant athletic trainer, I taught a couple PE classes, and then it's kind of evolved into full-time PE. Um, I've really seen PE, uh, physical education, evolve um, into a, really a place where we're uh, teaching kids a ton about exercise and about how important it is to take care of yourself. Um, in conjunction with that, I've just learned the value of working with kids in terms of making them better people and kind of seeing them get themselves prepared for their futures through their high school journey. How um, do you do that with kids? Because I feel like that's such a hard thing and using the PE lens, which is typically a place where kids have dreaded um, or opted out and you're kind of making some big changes where kids are actually actively trying to get into your class. It's, um, you know, it's really about conversations. Um, the the PE and, the, and, and what you learn in PE is one thing. Um, and then it's conversations you, ha- you have with kids in class that you have in after school or in the hallways or when you, when you have taught a kid as a freshman and then you see him two years later and you ask him how things are going randomly in a three-minute conversation by the vending machine and you can get a real feel for what that, you know, what that, that boy or girl is, is doing by body language, by their answers, by how they talk, and then you can give them a quick little bit of feedback really anywhere. So it's really about the conversations we have and what you learn about kids and then trying to steer them in a direction to start making some real decisions and doing some real work in terms of preparing for, you know, that it's that, it's that growth piece. It's seeing kids when they're 14 and they're freshmen kind of have no idea and then moving them through four years of high school and then leaving here with a, hopefully a plan for their future is so how do you cultivate that in the beginning? I mean, you take a 14-year-old and you're like, let's learn about your body and what you can mm-hmm. do, and then hopefully they can translate that into life. Like, how do you create yeah. that culture? The, uh, the PE is, is more the outlet, is more like the tool. It's more about teaching them to do things in a way that they can be proud of and um, in, in, in a way that they know that they're doing their best at it. You can take anything and, and measure it with a score, whether their fitness level or their strength or what have you, and then you can apply whether or not they've done work to improve and then show them results later. And then they can say, well, you've, we've done work for 12 weeks together, and have we seen improvement? Have we seen regression? Do you feel different? Do you feel stronger? Do you feel faster or such? And so the, really the application is getting something out of something by putting work into it. And so for, for PE end of it, it's... It's really an easy one. It's it's your it's fitness or it's the strength and conditioning course or improving um, on an exercise they didn't know how to do and then getting better at it and adding weight or, or, or such. So it's 
And then even having conversations with them about their grades or how they're doing in other classes and and you just kind of put it all together. It's just kind of PE is one piece of the puzzle for them. Yeah, and I love I, when I came into your class, you were having the kids kind of come up with their own um, culture of their classroom. And I mm-hmm. love that you're talking about other things outside of just physical education. But can you tell me a little bit about that process that you've been doing this year that's different from previous years? Yeah, I'm really trying to make it um, more about um, or I should say less about me being in charge of a class and telling them what to do. I think by this time, kids can do that. They can listen to what we tell them to do and then kind of do it or choose to do it or not do it, but giving them ownership in the process. So we, we did an activity where they made I will, we will, and we will not statements about how they wanted class to look and run. And, and then some of those statements they're actively working on every day. Others get lost in the shuffle or get forgotten based on actions that they do in class or what or whatnot. But I'm just trying to give them ownership in the value of the class as opposed to coming to class and saying, oh, I have to listen to Mr. Furman tell me what to do all day. I can get input from them, and then maybe there's more of a buy-in to, do, to have a, an atmosphere where they want to do more and do better. And I love that. That's so hard because I feel like right now we're in kind of a compliance state, you know, like, well, we want to get kids to just do all of these great things, but we know Mm -hmm. that they have to really want to do that. Yeah, it's a balance because ultimately they do have to listen a little bit in terms of like they're not ready to just make all decisions for themselves. So you have to combine it with, look, we're going to do this today because this is what we need to do and then combine that with them giving input on what on how the class can be run better or or it, it, things that they're interested in. So it's a balance between the two. And I've noticed you've done a lot more like reflection, which I feel like PE naturally like good athletes reflect constantly. But I feel like PE in the past has always been like oh the, the dreaded mile, mm-hmm. and then you did it, and then you went and changed, and you went on with the rest of your day. But I know you've been making some really big shifts to get that ownership. Yeah, trying to get them to look at what they're doing and be honest with with kind of what they bring to class each day, whether it's a self-evaluation or a peer evaluation, separating being prepared for class with the buy-in, with how hard they work in class, um, being honest with the people they work with and giving them a little bit of a role of, you know, can I be a leader here and, and tell my a classmate that they can they can be working harder or be listening better. And just little things in terms of the growing process that skills that they that they can really value and use um, in the workplace in terms of evaluating how people work and so what themselves caused you to make these shifts I mean you know you could have at this point yeah just been a traditional mm-hmm. PE teacher what have made you kind of drive this change uh, some of it is you learn more I think you learn about what um, like you asked earlier about like why teaching and those kind of things and I think you learn as you work with kids continually over the years that, um, uh, like, what drives them to learn. I think right now that we kind of, I think kids are responding better to feeling like they're part of the process as opposed to just being told what to do. Um, so I think That's something you know, I wish maybe. for too in my class. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if it's just. You kind of fall apart, uh, fall upon new things as you 
try new ways to get to work with kids. Um, I also teach four freshman classes this year, and I think in the past I, I used to not teach any, and so I'm seeing like a different um, like a different way to approach the process. Where when you when you get kids as a junior and a senior, the conversations are a little bit different. The, the activities that you do to get them to buy in are on a little bit of a higher level because they're now 17 or 18 years old. Um, the, some of the tricks you use, you, know, you, you wouldn't use on them compared to freshmen. And so um, when I say tricks, tricks in terms of getting them to, to get their minds to think and about what they're doing in high school. And by their senior, hopefully they know what they're doing or what they've been doing in high school and they're more ready. So those conversations are different later in high school. So I think some of it's really driven from, now I have four freshmen, I've got 160 freshmen that come in from junior high with a totally unknowing set of expectations of what high school is for them until it just hits them right away in the first quarter. That is not an easy transition for <laughs> no. a lot of them. No, or we, you. <laughs> and we openly talk about that, and, and not in a negative way, but we openly talk about their junior high experience, how things went for them in junior high, and then and what that model is needed in terms of preparing them for high school and then how things change a little bit in high school in terms of what's needed for them after high school. We talk a lot about that so I can kind of understand why they are the way they are sometimes or who they are and without losing sight of the fact that they are 14-year-old kids. You can't be just 100% every day super serious with them because they'll call me on it. They'll be like, man, you know, Mr. Furman, why are we doing this again? And I'm like, well, you're right. We need to change it in a way to make it more fun because you, you can't overwhelm them, them with it in just one quarter or their first semester. Um, but you don't want them to fall behind in making sure that they're, they're making the most of each semester. So it's kind of a balance. Well, I love the partnership that you've created with your coursework yeah. and your kids. And, you know, thanks for sitting down with me. Yeah, great. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. This has been a production of the Elk Grove Collab Lab, building a community of learning at Elk Grove High School and beyond. Subscribe at iTunes or your favorite podcast service. If you've been enjoying our podcast, tell your friends and please give us a review on iTunes. This will help us reach more listeners. The Elk Grove Collab Lab can be found at egcollablab.org. Thanks for listening.